This is Caitlin and Garrett, and, and welcome, welcome back, back to Monotone, Monotone Thoughts. Thoughts. We're back with another episode of Monotone Thoughts. Yes, we're back. How are we feeling? I'm feeling great today on oh, this lovely Friday. I'm glad you're feeling great because I'm feeling like a back. <laughs> <laughs> I had you. You were really good this morning, and I think I have been pushing you a lot today. We doubled down on episodes, and I am feeling nauseous as. But we're going to power through it. We're we, going to power through it. We are women who work. Working women. Nobody wants to work these days, but Nobody. here we are working. Let's start with some hot topics. What do you have for me? I love a good hot topic. And because I just, it's what the girls are talking about. What are the girls talking about? And let's talk about it. So somebody I am just hung up on. She's a TikTok star. You probably know who she is if you just scroll through TikTok and that is Taylor Frankie Paul. Who is that? How do you not know who that is? I, I've never seen it. What does she do? Is she dancing? Is she... Oh, she does it all. <laughs> she does it all. Okay, I'm just going to give you a little backstory on this girl because she's so confusing. And I'm like mesmerized by this girl. So she's a Utah Mormon. Oh, we love we love Utah. Come on, Salt Lake. We love a good Utah Mormon, only from Salt Lake City. We've learned a lot from them. Um... And when I, when I originally came across her, she was claiming that she was, like, 40 years old, and she had, like, all these kids. So I'm thinking that she's, like, a good old Mormon mom, and she has all these kids, but she's beautiful. She's, like, tiny, very fit. She's, like, very into, like, fashion, and, like, she dresses very young. So when I Googled her, it says that she's 27 and she has twins. So I'm just confused as to, like, the life that she portrays on TikTok, saying that she's 40 years old with all of these children. But she's 27? That's what it says on Google, and that she has twins. Okay. Do you ever see the twins on the TikTok, or? There's all kinds of kids on there, so I don't know whose kids these are. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I love that. So the drama I want to talk about is she was married and she was married to a very attractive guy that could have been her brother. <laughs> okay, I don't like that. It looked just like her brother. And then the kids, like they all just look like the mom and the dad. I don't know whose kids these are. And I'm just so <laughs> confused where these fucking kids are coming from. <laughs> but anyways, she was married to a very attractive man. And apparently they were what you call soft swingers. What? Is there, is there like a, like a, you know, like when you soft launch a boyfriend and, or like a hard launch, they're just like, slit, like, is it just foreplay or is it like, what, what, so I had, to, I had to Google what a soft swinger is because I only know what a swinger is. Let like, me know. <laughs> and a soft swinger is non penetrative sexual relations outside of marriage. So you Ooh. have sex with your husband, okay. but I guess you kind of just like fool around with somebody else's husband. So we're just talking like little just foreplay fun action. I guess it was foreplay fun action. But what happened was there's this whole group of TikTok moms that all hang out together. And I guess this girl, Taylor Frankie Paul, got really drunk and took it too far with somebody else's husband. I like her already. And instead of being a soft swinger, she went full swinger. <laughs> she, she said, I'm going to hit this one with a hard head. And she home run it. She ruined her marriage. I mean, that wasn't in the rules. Soft swinging was okay. I guess but just full penetration is not happening. Full penetration was not supposed to happen and it happened. And then, so I, from what I understand from the, the TikTok drama that I understand is she went and tried to out all of the other 
TikTok moms. Oh, so she got angry. She went after ever. She said, if you're going to take me down, I'm going to take all you girls down with me. I like, hold on. I like her. She said, I'm not going down with this ship alone. I mean, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, no, no, no. Let me write you a list of names and I will like give you receipts on what these other girls are doing too. Because like, you're not going to take me down with everybody. I like her already. I'm, but I'm on now, her side. Now and her husband, now her and her husband are now getting a divorce and somebody, of course, everybody's just like worried about the custody of her and these kids. But I don't even know how many kids, again, I don't know how many kids she has. I, I don't know what's going on here. She came out about her custody agreement with like a very sexual, flirty oh. TikTok dance. Okay, hold on. Wait a second now. That. <sighs> I respect. <laughs> I respect someone. I love when like it's like a fun little upbeat, and then it's like dun 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 dun, and then your fa- like your dad died. Like what? <laughs> like that's like why do the people do that? But like, hey, how could you imagine great. if these kids that are like teenagers that are allegedly her kids on TikTok see the custody agreement <gasps> through yeah. her little like slutty dance like what is going on here thank god our parents like weren't these kind of people and like everybody's like duetting it because like they think it's just alarming (laughs) that she went and did her custody agreement and this like slutty little dance okay but do you know what the custody agreement is now because now i'm curious it was like it was like 50 50 like it's nothing crazy but like she had to make a whole dance out of it of like her like twerking (laughs) to her custody agreements her tiktok fans it's giving like how like Black China only gets to see her kid like only on Sunday and Monday, both of them. I love that. I mean, I'm just so confused by this girl, but I'm absolutely mesmerized. And every time she does something, I'm just hooked. Like she has me hook, line, and sank <laughs> because she's just so interesting. So what are the friends like also posting like TikToks? Because like one, I'm going to need you to send me a link later because I want to see this girl. No, all of her friends dropped her like a hot potato. She only has like a few friends left. But are they like other friends denying it? They're like, this never happened. Yeah, of course they're denying it. They're like nice Mormon moms and they don't want to be like drugged down to the the trenches with her. Well, good for them. I mean, (laughs) what a great set of friends. You guys all want to swing together, soft swing together, but you can't stand up for your... Women, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> when something goes wrong, you guys always want to jump jump ship, even though you're soft swingers. I'm so confused. Okay, wait, I guess this is my question, because to me, swinging, like, I, I just don't understand it. I feel like why... I just don't like, I'm too controlling. Like, I would not want, like, to ever share someone. You know, I was would just... You? I was just talking to my friends about this, and I was like, you know what, to each his own. To each his own. You, Whatever you-, you choose to do inside of your marriage is literally none of my business, but, like, I want to know all about it. Like, <laughs> It's like, uh, I am not about the drama, but, like, please just, like, fill me in. Yeah, and if you decide to, like, have a swinger weekend, why don't you just give me the play-by-play because I want to live vicariously through you. I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. I would never want to do it. But, like, I also just want to know everything because I'm just generally interested. So you're telling me if your husband were to say, hey, I just got back from a trip. I had a good conversation. Our friends are doing this. What are your thoughts? I would say... I want a divorce. We've had a great run. We have had a great run, and I gave it my all. And, you know, we're just moving in opposite directions. So, therefore... It's going to be a no for me. It's going to be a no for me. But what you could do is you could find somebody else that wanted to swing with you after me and hope that that works out because I see this being a whole ass mess. (laughs) I just, I will never understand. I truly love like TikTok drama. Honestly, the most exciting thing, which I mean, the biggest thing right now is Addison Rae's like dad cheating. Have you heard about that? No, I 
So you said something about Addison Rae. So I just had to look her up on TikTok. And she has the most followers on TikTok that I've ever seen. So, like, kudos to her. 87.8 million followers. This is what this girl has. I mean, like, was she, like, the OG of TikTok? I think so. Or or that, like, Charlie D'Amino girl. I said that 100% wrong. So do not attack me. I have no idea who that is either. But literally, so I was, like, going over this because I don't, like, follow her or know anything about her. Just I know that she was the number one little it girl of TikTok. I mean, obviously she still is. Well, yeah. (laughs) You're talking about her, so she's the it girl. (laughs) She literally is. the shit girl. She is the it girl. Um, she does like those like dance vlogs, like classic. Ugh. And she was in that like horrible remake on Netflix of like, you know how like that old movie from like She's All That? It's she did like that he's all that where she like plays like a influencer in high school and that she's gonna be like making this boy like like the naughty into the hottie. It was embarrassing. Uh that sounds like a flop, but uh <laughs> it it will let's talk about come flops. Miss Courtney Kardashian Parker was actually in it and she played like the influencer like brand like manager and like there's like only like two scenes in it and it's literally just Kourtney Kardashian being so like what is Kourtney Kardashian an actress is that new I or mean is she just like testing things out because her candle line isn't working I don't what I mean, do you call that the poosh the poosh the, the poosh listen we're not going to discriminate or have slander on the poosh um, but I guess really, she's just <laughs> dipping her feet in all kinds of water. She likes home things, and now she likes Netflix acting. Well, it's oh, it's cringeworthy. I mean, both of their acting, I will say, in that movie was, it was stale. It was <laughs> stiff. It was, it was uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> um, and it was like classic, like that, like old, like rom com type of vibe. But enough about her. The real star <laughs> of this family now is her dad. Her dad. And we're going to start this off with allegedly before I tell you any of this. Uh, allegedly. I'm not getting sued, but on page yeah. six, her <laughs> dad, Monty Lopez, who is 46 years old, literally is dating a 25-year-old. Uh, they've had like a five-month like affair, and he it was talking to her like, I want to have babies, I want to have kids. This man is whole-ass married. He's married. Fully married. And Page Six literally posted their text messages, which I'm going to read to you, and I did not even tell you I was going to do this. Because Hold on, so is he famous, or is just his daughter famous? He's just using his daughter's fame. It's uh, iconic. Okay. Um, could you imagine if your father was like, hey, I saw you got big. Um, I'm going to use this as a dating platform now. Yeah, but, like, I just think of it right now as, like, I'm not famous, so therefore if my dad did do that, I would have no idea because nobody would ever say this. <laughs> but, like, obviously this girl is famous, so people are going to come out and, like, you try know. Try anything. Try anything to get a little fame. Well, this girl had receipts, supposedly. <laughs> oh, I love so, a receipt. So this is now him, Monty, telling her, we both have strong energy. We will have amazing kids together. <gasps> then she asked. At, he's 46, and he wants to have more kids with a 25-year-old? This man is 46, turning 47 this year and he she goes do you want more when are you telling your current ones then he goes would be fun not necessary easy tiger we'll discuss in Ibiza okay you're 46 <gasps> oh he's taking her to Ibiza what a fun in the sun little you know, rendezvous this girl's really going and there's more then it goes this is hers now saying why are you so shockingly amazing and sweet please tell me it's fake and save me heartbreak 
He goes, because you deserve it. Then it's her going, I don't know. I didn't mean to send that. I'm sorry if this is weird, but I can't imagine you talking um, like this to Sherry. Sherry is his wife, okay? <laughs> First off, you don't bring the wife's name. Keep that wife's name out your mouth. Especially, no, no, no. Yeah, don't you ever bring up the wife's name. Act like you don't know that he has a wife. Just act like you have no idea. That's the best thing you can do. Well, now, mind you, she's playing that he thought they were they like she thought he was divorced and i'm like okay well uh, if okay. you're talking about sherry you must know sherry's business okay yeah, you must know that sherry and what's his name monty are still married <laughs> and he goes no we didn't talk she goes whole marriage it was a weird relationship so then this girl goes i can tell at least we met and mutually haven't felt this way before then he goes i love how you're beautiful and we can have fun and talk Google eyes. She then just tells him like she loves him. And then this like goes to a next thing where she like sends him a photo and she's like, I can't fucking stop looking at our pictures and miss you so much. This man says, I love you. We headed home. I love this pic. We're such a power couple. She is 25. You're 46. You're not a power couple. This is embarrassing. Then he goes, I'm one hour from the house. I'll call you as soon as I hit the sack. I wish you sent me pics all day. I would take a sexy pic now. Send me a new pic. This is like, this man is not stopping. And then, of course, what does this lead to? A pregnancy test. You're lying. No. Is she pregnant? Well, allegedly she shows, in this text message, she says, well, mind you, she's 25, so she doesn't know how to take a pregnancy test. She literally just sends a Google thing. She doesn't know how to take a pregnancy test. You pee on a stick, sister. Sends a screenshot, says, of Google, um, pregnancy test, faint positive. She said, babe, I'm a bit nervous. Can we go to urgent care to get an (laughs) ICE HCG blood test? He says, just wait it out. When do you start? She goes, a few days. I'll give it a week. He just says, you're not. I love that. He's a doctor. He's a doctor? No, I'm just saying he he must know. And then he goes, now the next one, this is all I wanted to say because I thought these were the good ones. Um, He goes, LOL, why are you not coming to meet me? You're stupid. This old man called this 25-year-old girl stupid. Sir. Sir, you are stupid. You have a whole wife and all these kids, and you're calling her (laughs) stupid? Then he goes, why don't you answer? She goes, I'm with one of my best friends trying to heal from our breakup. Stop gaslighting me. Therapy together or we can't. He goes, okay, we can't. (laughs) This makes me not want to try. And then he goes, come meet me so we can fuck. (gasps) Try that. Then she goes, disgusting, goodbye. His next response is, I miss you. Only reason I called is because I really miss you. Addison Ray, I just want to say, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. Um, I have a few things to say about this. Tell I don't me. know this man or this girl on TikTok or this one that allegedly is pregnant and dating this 46-year-old man. But what I will say is I believe age is just a number. And I like to say that. <laughs> I would like to say that also, too. So when I come to you and your husband and I say, I'm getting married in seven days, Chloe Lamar style, and you ask me, oh, how old is he? And I say 72, you mind your business. I will literally mind. I will turn my head mind my business and act like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I respect that about you. Number two is I want to know what this man does for a living because no 25-year-old girl is talking to a 47-year-old man if he's like making under a certain amount of money. And I only want to say that from experience. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm not interested in a 47-year-old man that's making like 50 grand a year because I could be pulling a guy my age that's making 50 grand a year. <laughs> so like... What is what is the point of me putting effort into a relationship with a 47-year-old married man with 
teenage children my age. It screams like, you know, dad didn't love me, but I'm going to find somebody else's dad who will. And number three is it doesn't matter how old you are as a man, you can always be a fuck boy and never grow out of that situation. And I think that he should go find mental help. He needs it. Well, that and then <laughs> the only other like drama, like TikTok, which mind you, I live for TikTok because now if you think about it, it's like Facebook's dead, Instagram's dying. Yeah. And TikTok is where all the it girls are at. Yes. And their fathers are trying to date their friends. Oh, God. The only other one that I just heard, and I don't know too much about it, but there are these Czech Republic identical twins. They're brothers. And they literally, their whole content is like, are we dating? Are we not? They have an OnlyFans account together. They're brothers and they ask, Identical twin brothers. And they play that they're dating. They play that they're dating. Like, are we going to kiss? Are we not? <gasps> um, and I'm not going to lie. I did look at their Instagram. I'm not subscribing to any OnlyFans because trash. Um, but honestly, their Twitter account gives it all. I think they're, I think they're fucking each other. I do. Uh, I don't even know what to say about this other than I hope that they're really not brothers, but they're twins and they're identical, right? They look they, exactly alike. I mean, they're not a freckle is missed. Okay. I don't like where this is going. Um, <laughs> I am. It's making me sick only because I am going to have twins and, <laughs> and I'm just hoping that they're not both. And mind you, you found out today that, well, you don't know the gender, but now the doctors do. Yes. We find out in two weeks in two and weeks. I just pray that they're not, identical brothers that want to queer bait on TikTok. Oh my God. That's just so disgusting. And uh, I mean, people will literally do anything for fame. And I think that shows, I think that they found an out on like OnlyFans or like Twitter or whatever they're signed up for. And people are like subscribing to it so that, you know, they're making money off of it. They're going to keep it going. So, I mean, well, honestly, I truly like my favorite thing is like, honestly thinking about like how many TikTok, like what people are doing, creating, I like, I feel like at least my for you page and maybe I'm exposing myself, but it's so many like straight men queer baiting is the biggest thing. Like what does queer baiting mean? You don't know what queer baiting is girl. It's like straight men like pretending to be gay or like catering to their gay audience. Cause you have to think so many straight men are doing OnlyFans. fans. Like they're straight men, but they're acting like they're gay. So you subscribe to their exactly. Or like feeding into it or pretending or maybe then honestly, I feel like some being like, maybe they're going to dabble into it just to kind of like, I know that makes you like think back to like porn no. There's all kinds of straight men that do gay porn because it pays more. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's the, it's that's the what moment. they're doing. But <laughs> honestly, I love for it. You know what? I'm like people in that guy just like, like love going through like their like comments and people being like, you're not actually queer. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, okay. Like you love it. Like, so just either move on or subscribe. Yeah. You either move on or you give them three ninety nine to subscribe to their only fans. I can't. I mean, honestly, when is that going to just be enough? When do we just say no more? But mind you, I will say this. I love sex work. I'm all for it. Do what you want. It's just your body. You better make that money. Make that money, honey. Well, I think we should move to the next one. What's the next one? You love the hot topics. I love a little hot topic. Garrett lives for a hot topic. Because I feel like this is like, if you were to go through our phone, this is like me throwing so much information at you that you have to like catch fast. And even if you want to hear it or not, I'm going to shove it down your throat. Yeah, a 100%. S- a s- You'd be like, did you hear the news? And I'd be like, 
Garrett, I have no idea who that is. Not a clue. I have not a clue who these fucking people are, but like you'd like to just lay it on me. So I'm going to lay it on you. <laughs> Let's talk about Real Housewives. The Ultimate okay, Girls Trip. Okay, something I know. Something I know. But have you been watching, you watched season one, which. Ultimate Girls Trip? Yes. I have, but like I can honestly say that I'm just not a fan because I feel like when you take all of those strong energy women off of these shows and then put them in one house, they all try to compete for the top spot. And like, it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. There's a lot of storylines going at the same time and it's very hard to catch on. What you're going to do. Yeah. Who I'm trying to follow. The first one is because they got like all the top girls like that were still on their cast on their show. Yeah. Like you have Kyle Richards, you have um Kenya Moore, you have all the ones that are the big players. Mm-hmm. So they went the there. OGs. The OGs, but they went there like we still have a job. We don't care. We're just taking this free trip. Like it was kind of boring. But then season two is all ex-wives that are like trying to get back on their show. So there's it's done at Dorinda's home, which you know those girls were <laughs> pissed. Like they're like, uh, the other girls went to Turks. Why are we here? What Yo, is- first off, why are we in Dorinda's home? Like, like, why didn't they pay for us to go somewhere nice? Exactly. Like, these girls are like, really? Do so we have Dorinda to go can here? scream, "I'm gonna make it nice at them." A thousand times for how many weeks? And she's <laughs> running. It's like eight days, and she's like running around the home like every day. They don't get to like even go to the bathroom without like Dorinda being like, "We get a break. We get a like." It. She is running. She's the producer. She. I hope she gets credit for this. But it is at Dorinda's home. They have Dorinda and Jill from New York. Beverly yeah. Hills is Brandy and Taylor. Oh, God, I can't stand Brandy. <sighs> this will always be a fight between us. And OC is Vicky and Tamara, the duo, of course. And I love Vicky. Vicky. Tamara, I can always do without. See, total opposite. I'm like, Tamara, well, there's so much discussion of Tamara going back to Orange County next season. So she's like, I'm ready to be back. And okay, I say drop Tamara, bring back Vicky. Are you watching this season? Vicky is not doing anything. I know, but like, she is just such an OG. She's like... She is tired. They she spent the first. <laughs> I am tired. I am tired, but, but she's, like I'm I tired love of Vicky. seeing her on my TV. She <laughs> spends four the first four days. She's just crying in her room and like being like, I can't whoop it up. Like either whoop it up or give me nothing. <laughs> well, honey, you can't whoop it up because you're too old. That's why. <laughs> it's time to hang up those heels. And then they brought. Um, from Atlanta, Miss Phaedra Parks back and uh, Eva, which I totally, Eva? I totally saw Phaedra. Like that's great. I mean, not great what she did to Candy, but Eva, I will say she's redeeming herself. But I didn't think she was like that strong of an ex-wife. I didn't think that she was strong on Real Housewives. No, to she's, be she's beautiful. She's from Top Model, like yeah, Tyra, but like. She's boring, but she's, she's just so boring. she's stoned the whole time. So she's giving. She's boring, and she's always trying to act like she's something that she's not. AKA, she hangs out with people with money, so she acts like she has money too. Like, girl, just say you lived in that rental. Remember oh, when she lived yeah. in that rental and she lied about it, and everybody was like googling her, and it was only like LLCs and. It was a mess. It People's was messy. names. It was messy. Just be honest. Who cares? Yeah. Say, listen, I can't afford this luxury lifestyle like you ladies. But I'm trying. I'm trying. That's why I'm on this fucking show. Like, somebody <laughs> write me a check. Literally working hard. But I will say, the only reason I like this one is because these girls, Jill's in talks to go back to New York. Dorinda is just the whole, each episode. She's okay, like, Jill... No, 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 no. Just I need Jill and Bethany back one more time. I uh, Bethany, a hundred percent. I love Bethany Frankel energy. And Dorinda's just like I'm on pause. I'm on pause. It's like no, you got fired. And this, I truly <laughs> believe Bravo was like, we're gonna bring this. We're gonna do this at Dorinda's. Stop asking us. She's still horrible. <laughs> She's she so is still a like. She is a terror. But. These girls are all fighting for their spot. It is really good. Today they announced season three of Ultimate Girls Trip, and the cast came out today. 
supposedly they're going to go to Thailand, but no one really knows if that's confirmed or not. Mm-hmm. The cast is going to be Giselle and Candace, Real Housewives of Potomac. I love I would say that's one of my top three is Real Housewives of Potomac. Not only because we live in the DMV, but, like, I love those ladies. Well, honestly, if you think Candace is lives very close to us. She lives like a, so hop, does Robin. a hop, skip, and a jump. Robin, I could probably throw a stone and hit her house. <laughs> Robin is your neighbor. Let's just... And uh, why have I never ran disclose. into her? Like, where does this girl hang out at? Because, like, I'd love to just pop on up. I just have never seen her out and about. I'm, But I'm so excited for Potomac to come back. I love Potomac. And it comes on during the summer, and I know that. At the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't wait for it to return. And Mia coming back? I'm liking that. Oh, uh, Mia. Oh, girl, Mia. I drive past her house all the time girl i know where you live and she is never forget at the strip club but it's not a strip club it's ball gowns dresses girl nail i have salon. worked at enough motherfucking strip clubs and know that that shit don't exist it, it did maybe when strip clubs first came into existence but like that shit don't exist anymore and you cannot play that goddamn card but like i appreciate you trying i appreciate you trying to try you're trying She's to throw, trying. throw glitter on it and i like that like i like that for you but like um, the girls that have worked in strip clubs for a long time, it's a bunch of bullshit. So thank you so much for like, you know, Just li- lying on us. You lied on <laughs> us. <laughs> you lie. You, yeah. That's what you've been doing is lying on us with the gowns and the steak and the. She was like a nail salon. Yeah. And- <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> girl, bye. But girl, but, bye. But I'm excited to see you come back, girl. So mm-hmm. if you're like, come on, Mia, Mia fans at us. Pull through. Um, and then New York is they're bringing back. Leah, which Ugh, I, I honestly think good good job for Bravo to give her one last little fa- like farewell. They're like, mm, you know, maybe you she'll really just bury herself this time and just never come back. Well, because they're they're doing New York, they're going to be doing the legacy of like the OGs again, and then they're going to do a whole new round. And the past year, she's like, I don't know which show I'll be on. I'm like, well, you're not legacy. You were if you only had two seasons. Yeah, and like nobody was impressed. They didn't even get a reunion last season. Like that that's bad. And then also. Tinsley they're bringing back which I love Tinsley I love Tinsley but I love Scott more okay see Scott I I truly believe they're still together in my head like they're always be together I think that they are I think that she cries like the whole trip about Scott um a hundred percent she will she'll drink her little Tito's get drunk and cry over Scott and why not? My favorite thing about Tinsley is she was 40 years old and literally photos came out of her in a dorm room in NYU with, at like, with hanging with like frat bros. And she had like a bottle of Tito's like drinking straight from the bottle. And honestly, I saw that and I was like, that's my kind of girl. That's like Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw vibes. She is the main character of her life. And I like that about her. I like that about her. And then they're bringing back from Miami. They're going to do Alexia and Marisol. And you never watched Miami, did you? I can't get into it. Okay. You need to really reevaluate, and Ugh. when you are put on bed rest, I want you to <laughs> go from season one to season four. It is so good, and no one's going to tell me anything except for Larsa Pippen is the moment. Do you know who Larsa is? Not a clue. I've literally tried to watch it so many times, she and was, I just zone out. She was um, Kim Kardashian and Kourtney Kardashian's like best friend. She was like on like she was maybe one or two seasons of like Miami, and then when it got canceled, she went to like keeping up with the Kardashians. She was on it for years. And then one like night at 4am, Kanye West tweeted like Larsa. And like ever since then, like they just stopped being friends. 
Not a clue. Not a Who clue. else is on there? Because next. Salt Lake City. Oh, Heather I and love Whitney. a Salt Lake City. Who? Heather, Heather Whitney. Whitney. Oh. How do you feel? First off, I love Whitney. Like, Whitney Rose is me. That is your kind of girl. Like, just a sloppy drunk all over the place. Like, you never know what you're going to get. She's just trying to have a good time. <laughs> she's always just trying to have a good time. But, like, she's always down to do something fun. Heather, mm, she, like, brings too much emotion. And Beauty Lab and Laser, I will always promote, though. <laughs> like, I, like... I endorse arrested Beauty Lab and Beauty Laser. Lab and Laser parking lot. That should... That she has to be history. on for the rest of her life. Like she's good. She's never getting fired. And honestly, that's that's the like that's the full cast. She I provided truly... her parking lot for a sting, and I appreciate that. Do you think one of them knew what was happening when Jin Shaw got arrested? Yeah. Um, I think that they were tipped that something dramatic was going to happen. I don't think they knew the extent of how dramatic it was going to be. So you're going to say Meredith and Mary didn't know, but they chose not to come that day. Um. You know, that's real messy, but I think that Meredith 100% know. She's going to be disengaging from this? Yeah. I mean, like, I'd love to disengage, and that's where I got it from, is that, she, you know, she is my spirit animal when it comes to not giving a fuck. <laughs> she and she really, her deep voice, she's on a Xanax, like, at uh, all times. The minute she starts Lisa. getting a little too much energy, like, I feel like there's an assistant or a producer that's like, Meredith, your Xanax is ready. Like, don't. Yeah, I know. Like, come on, you gotta <laughs> come slur. Get your next what was that weird thing she said to um, Whitney? She's like, you think Mary's cousin didn't like come? Like, you didn't even hear what she was saying. She like was fully slurring. And Whitney's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they just let that girl be completely fucked up. I mean, you can't take a Xanax and drink on it. I think that we've we understand that from Salt Lake City. Well, I think Meredith and Marks will disagree. Let's agree to disagree. Well, that's all I have, <laughs> honestly, for my little hot topic moment. Well, let's wrap it up with the hot topics and let's go into a little main topic. So we were trying to think of like, what do we want our first episode, like biggest topic to be? And I think honestly, the best thing for us is what do we constantly get asked about? Oh, God. So you know what it's going to be. Uh, of course, strip club. Everybody and is just always so interested in my strip club life. I mean, I never really asked you too much about it because I just never really thought of it. Like, well, because I just, you know me as a real person. person. And I just never really cared. I just was like... It's just I, how I make money. Yeah, like you treated it like such a job. Like, okay, I'm here. And then I... I do it. I go in, I leave and that's it. Like move on. It was like boring. Yeah. I mean like, but that's how I've always treated it. I just, and people, inquiry minds always want to know. They think one thing about a club. What do you think the biggest like misconception is? The biggest misconception is, is that like everybody that works there are like hot ass messes. And I'm not going to say that they're not hot ass messes that work there, but there's a lot of girls that work there that have their shit together. You know, like they're moms, they have great educations, they have great jobs. They're going to school for like very important things. Like I've met girls doing all kinds of shit working at the club, whether it's like they're working there to open their own business and they've opened it and they're like succeeding and doing super well. Or it's like girls going to school to be plastic surgeons or like brain surgeons or different kinds of lawyers. Like I think people just categorize these people that work at clubs as like broken individuals. And I'm sure there is probably a few. I mean, any job that you work at, there's going to be broken individuals. Like, what do you expect? Like, I'm sure at your job, you work with broken individuals. I am the broken individual, but go on. (laughs) I am the broken individual. I mean, I just, 
part of me doesn't understand why people are so interested in like people that work at strip clubs because I just don't think it's all cracked what's cracked up to be. And I think that has a lot to do with social media and what people portray on the internet. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been to the club you work at, I think like once or twice. And I mean, it's nothing crazy. I'm mean, gay, so I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, oh my god, you're a cute girl. But yeah, like, other like, than that, I'm like, okay. You'd be shocked at how many gay guys come into the club. Like, they don't want anything to do with us, but they get dragged there by their friends, and yeah. they're just like down for the ride. I mean, and fun they vibe. Check like, it out. Yeah, like I mean, to me, it's just like it's just like going to like what a green turtle. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. It, to <laughs> me, it's nothing. Literally, what I think of, and people are always like, "Do you go to strip clubs? Like other strip clubs on your off time?" And the answer is, "Fuck ass now." I don't see. Why would you want to? Why like, would I want to? Why would you want to? It's like not where I want to hang out. Like to me, just like going to your neighborhood bar. Like Enough. what is the fun of me going to a strip club on my off time? I've worked there for 10 years. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to go there, there anymore. <laughs> like it's like post-traumatic stress. Yeah. I don't like, want to go there. My, all my friends are always like, Ooh, I know what we should do tonight. We should go to the strip club. And I'm like, Ooh, why don't we find something different? Like, no, I don't want to go to the fucking strip club. Absolutely not. It's not It's not fun for me. No. I understand what's going on there. I understand how people operate there. I don't want to fucking go there. You've had enough. I've had enough. Well, I'm going to bother you because I went through so many of like your comments on your TikTok about working. And I pulled like the questions I feel like you get all the time. So I would say... How many people I've seen say, how did you get into it? So oh God. how did you get into it? I have actually never asked you that. How did I get into it? I think it's a very long story. Well, sum it up. <laughs> sum it up is I had a job working in a crab house where I was making money hand over fist. And one day I went into work and I was fired for absolutely no reason. Did they let me go because it was a seasonal job? I don't fucking know. But I had all these bills to pay. And of course, I had no money to my name because I was young and an f- idiot. And I was complaining to my boyfriend at the time. His sister was a dancer, a stripper. And she said, you know, the only way you're going to make money like that ever again is by being a stripper. And I was like, sign me up. No, not sign me up because I was like the most insecure girl in the world. Like I was completely flat chested, double A boobs. Yeah. I didn't even get naked when I would have sex (laughs) so this is not for you so how did you do it like how'd you get over it so uh, i don't know one day she said listen you've like been complaining about how you're gonna pay your bills and like your bills are due you have no money to your name so what we're gonna do is you're gonna get fully ready you're gonna do your hair your makeup your nails go get a spray tan like do whatever makes you feel pretty okay wait a second i'm gonna put you on pause was she your, like, Reba? Like, this here's your one chance <laughs> fancy don't let me down? Like, what do you... What 100%, is but then she's, like, completely bailed on me as soon as like, I got to the strip club. <laughs> so, like, I'm just kind of confused here. Like, to, like this to me, sounds like you kind of got pimped out, but go on. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, <laughs> she told me, like, look your best, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you to the strip club that I work at, and you're going to audition. And I was like, I don't... Do you remember what song? So you'll be surprised that a lot of clubs, you don't audition to a song. You just go into the office where there's like a hiring manager and like a house mom. Like there has to be a woman present. 
and they ask you to get completely naked and spin around in a circle and they ask you like a few questions like do you do drugs or like do you have another job or like what is your availability just like they would ask you at a regular job interview I want I like I want to believe it's like Miss America and it's like but you're naked spinning around in a circle (laughs) you're spinning around in a circle and it's like what do you believe like what do you think of global warming yeah um, not that, um, deep questions, but they do ask you some questions and then they'd basically say if it's a yes or a no, or if they're going to give you a call back oh my and God, right then and there while you're naked and you're standing there and they're like, no, it's like literally the most awkward thing Out ever. Ugly. <laughs> like, and I would like to say that when I auditioned to become a dancer, a stripper, as some people like to call it, some people don't like that term, but like at the end of the day, that's what I always refer to it as is I was a stripper like an exotic dancer I think that's like a b- girl that works at like a bikini bar with like a cute little bikini on or like tassels yeah but here's the thing <laughs> what I always see is like people saying I'm a bartender oh I'm just a bartender yeah. I'm just a server and it's like okay well you were on the stage so I don't think you're serving drinks from the stage and I'd like to just clarify this right now so I danced for a very long time Mm -hmm. and I specifically only danced for a very long time I am now only a bartender at no point in time it is a proven fact if anyone is trying to be stalking crazy you will not catch this girl on any stage you will not catch me on stage with my clothes off and I swear this is no shade to anybody that does but like it is just not my cup of tea anymore like I mentally checked out a very long time ago (laughs) and when I came back to the club, I came back to the club as a bartender and a cocktail waitress. I did not come back as a dancer. <laughs> like you can either do a dancer or a bartender and a cocktail waitress. And like the owners have to approve you to do these types of things. But anyways, I auditioned at this club and you'll be surprised because I know right now I'm a hot ass little bitch and I have been a hot ass little bitch. Like I was a 10 at one point in my life, but when I auditioned, I was probably a solid three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say you were, I'm just going to be honest. Um, now from working in a club, I realized that they didn't want me. No. They took like one look at me and said, okay, thank you so much. We'll give you a call back. Were they desperate? Like what was happening? But as soon as I got in the car, I was still shaking because I was so fucking nervous from auditioning that I backed into a light pole. I love that. In the parking lot. In the Liberty. In the Liberty. I nailed it. I backed into this light pole so hard and fast in the parking lot. And next thing you know, my phone's ringing. And I'm like, holy shit, they probably saw me back into this light pole. And now they're calling me because they, like, want to sue for damages. (laughs) They want want your insurance info. That You don't have a job. that You are being sued. (laughs) But really, it was the day shift manager asking if I wanted to come back the next day for a job. So I was like, oh, my God, thank God my bills will get paid this month. (laughs) I love that for you. But that's how I got into it. Inspiring star. Oh, that's funny. I've never literally asked you that. Um... I want to say the biggest other question I always see is like, what are your, like, what does your husband think? Um, so my husband and I met at the strip club. What a fairy tale. He was a bouncer. And at the time I was a dancer. I just, hold on. See, the only thing crazy here is me knowing your husband thinking he's a bouncer, like at any place. It's just confusing because he's like the most lenient person in the entire lenient, world. But also, I feel like he wouldn't stop talking. He'd be like, what's your name? What's your age? Like, And that's how I and got then hooked. I'm never going to stop talking to that's you. That's how he hooked me. You don't even get inside because... And- 
At this at the club that I work at, yeah. you're not called a bouncer. You're called a floor host because I guess it's like the more upscale term. Like a bouncer is like you know the guys that wear the orange shirts and like break up fights. Like there's rarely any fights at the club that I work at, or there has never really been. Well, that sounds boring to me. Knock on wood. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. So he was a bouncer and I was a dancer, and we just flirted all the time all the time. And so I feel like he got to know me in that environment and he realized like, you know, I came to work, I made money and I left. And then I left the club life at home. I was two separate people from the club to a hundred percent the real life. And when we started going on dates, I think it, that's when he realized that I was a different person than what was I was in the club. Literally polar opposite. And I, I'd, I'd also like to say that as soon as we started dating, I told him it's either I'm going to quit or you're going to quit. And then he was like in the process of getting another job. So he's like, I'm leaving anyways. So he quit because he had another job lined up. And then shortly after I quit because I realized like I could, my heart was no longer in this. Like, <laughs> I'm done. I couldn't stomach being a dancer any longer. Well, then, does he ever, like, come visit you? Hell no. I don't want him in there, and he shouldn't be in there. Absolutely like, not. <laughs> like Absolutely I'm not, not. I'm not a jealous person at all. Like, he does go to other strip clubs with his friends, but, like, everybody at the club that I work at knows him, and they know who he is. They know that's my husband. He also used to work there. Like, all the managers and the people that have been there for a long time know him personally. And, like, I just – I don't want to come into work and be like – People be like, oh, your husband was in here. Or like, oh, I talked to your husband about this while he was in here. Like, I just, I'd like to keep these things separate. Like, 100%. I don't show up to his job. And And we would never would want to. I would never want to. And I would appreciate if he would never show up to mine. Personally, I don't think he shows up to his job. (laughs) He's always on a golf course. So, like, you know, I'd like to keep this all just completely separate. And so, no, he never comes in to visit me at work. And then I think the last question I have for you is because... This is what so many girls are commenting on. It's like, are you friends with the other girls? Or uh, I see like, I'm not friends with any of them. Or, oh, these are all like my lifetime friends. Um, so I will say that I have been in this industry on and off for 10 years. And I have a handful of friends that have stuck throughout these years. Um, I think you realize very fast that girls are there to make money. And they will throw you under the bus and do whatever they can to make a dollar so fast that these girls are not your friends. And I always tell these young, naive girls who get their feelings hurt by other girls in the club, like these girls are not your friends. Come here, make your money, shut your mouth and leave. Like (laughs) I respect that. Honestly. Um, Am I friendly with the girls? Yeah, 100%. Like, especially, like, the other bartenders and the cocktail waitresses. Yeah, we're all, like, you know, we're, we're all really cool together. Um, not all of them, though, I will say. not. I'm not going to speak for your place, but I do know that there are other places where there's... We know some crazy ones. We know some yeah. girls that get a little crazy and get a little, like... I want to wear you like last season's Versace. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's always those ones that want to ride your wave. But anyways, um, when it comes to, like, me interacting with the dancers, you'll be shocked on how little I actually interact with the dancers. I do interact with a lot of the, like, older girls that I know, only because I've known them for so long, and they were probably there when I was dancing, so we still, like, maintain that, like, friendly relationship. But, like, I really don't interact with the dancers much. Like, basically, they sit with customers, and I'm like... Hi, you guys want something to drink? You tell me what you want to drink. Maybe we'll chit chat and have a little back and forth. But other than that, like, you know, for the most part, everybody's cool. But like, I'm not trying to make best friends with everybody. Like, yeah, I do have friends there. But like, it's very rare to make like an everlasting relationship, a friendship 
and the strip club. A hundred percent. See, I, we you know what I always like, think is crazy is like, there's no like male strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Where other than Vegas? There's one in, um, right down the street. In what like general big area are we saying? Baltimore. Like, okay. 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 Isn't there Where? ones in DC? I don't think so. Yeah, Maybe I just haven't been around. There's um, guys clubs, and then they have, like, special events where they bring in, like, you know, actual male entertainers. Bolo from Atlanta season, whatever, two seasons ago. Never, never forget. Yeah, they do have male strip clubs. Do they get naked? I don't know. I've never been. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea, but I would hope that they get naked just like the girls do. I just would never care to go do it. Like, I don't like if I went to a male strip club and they're just wearing little banana hammocks. Like, I'd be like, that's not fair. Like, they made us get naked. Why are they not getting naked? Bring it out or get off. Yeah, like, I can't I can't even tell you how many times I've been on stage and there's some guy like, take it off, take it off. Like, I'd be doing the same shit at a male strip club. Like, this is bullshit. I paid my cover charge and he, take, take it off. Take you want your $15 hammock off. worth. Yeah, I want my $15 worth. I love that. Well, I think we had to get that really out of the way because yeah. that is the biggest thing that people ask you I've been asked so many by even my friends that mutually know you it's like oh my does she dance does she do this and I'm like literally like the past but literally just you can go there any day and she's just going to be bartending and yeah. not getting anything if special you, you walk into the club that I work in now and I'm working I am behind the bar <laughs> like that's it I have hung up these heels these old clear heels <laughs> these, these old, old clear heels dusty clear heels hung up and fancy has gone home and fancy has left the building <laughs> Mentally, so. <laughs> I love. So I have some questions for you. Hit me. So I know that we used to get go to gay clubs together. You were actually the first person who took me to a gay actual like dance club in DC. Oh my god, it was so much fun. And I was seventeen. I remember you had that huge X on your hand because you were underage. Yes. But I feel like I was wasted. You were wasted. I feel like I was, like, chugging Red Bull vodka this all night because I didn't know what else to do. And then you were, like, trying... But mind you, they're closed now, so we can just say it. Town, dance boutique. They're closed? Yeah, they, like, sold out. Like, it was a sad, sad day. Oh. I know. Like, that was the OG, the best place in the world. It was so much fun. You could go anytime. I would... I've gone... I had, like, some of the best nights there. Honestly. Yeah. And, and some of my messiest nights there. Oh my God. I remember the first time. I mean, I got, I didn't even know that was your first time, but I remember like nobody in a gay club was approaching me. Like they'd be like, oh, you're really pretty. Like in passing by. So like, it was totally different. Usually you go to a club and there's like guys trying to like grab your ass as you walk through the crowd as a woman. So it was like nice to go to a gay club. So I'm just wasted, like doing my own thing, like dancing like an idiot. And actually, you know, I turn around and Garrett's just making out with this uh, this guy on the on the dance floor, okay, and actually, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on, <laughs> and I will remember this because, and I hope this person finds this because, <sighs> sir, I want to marry you today. <laughs> I it hope was, this podcast finds I the right hope person. It finds the right person because he is the one that got away. This man, I don't know his name. You don't know this man. You don't even know what he looked like no, in a crowd. If I, you saw him, I do not know. He could literally be. I could run into him. I could pass him every day. Well, and he probably I don't has know hair plugs now, so you still want him? I, I, I maybe. And I'll never forget. It was Lady Gaga applause playing. It just came oh. out. Oh the yeah, girls it did come were out. Dancing. It was the second floor, just strobe light. Like we're just setting the scene. Okay. Oh my god. You are lit. You're having a moment. This man I just met. Don't know his name. He just starts dancing. He's like. I don't even know what he's saying. I'm drunk. I'm young. I don't know what's going on. And he, like, we're dancing, and he literally goes, do you trust me? 
and me being a naive 17-year-old boy going like, oh my God. I was like, of course I do. And he dips me at the club. Like dancing dip? Like fully dance dip. I was Cinderella. And we made out. That's scene when you saw. And then he was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You stay right here. I'll be right back. Me, I was like panicking because I was just had my like the best moment of my life. I just was dipped at my first club. Like I was Cinderella and this man <laughs> loves me. I'm getting married. I'm engaged. I'm leaving. Like I'll never come home again. And 17 year old, 17 years old, you found your Prince Charming at a gay club. And I had to go find you, which some like random girl was trying to hit on you. And you're like, I'm not a lesbian. Please get me out of here. (laughs) And I was like, I found the love of my life. And then we were leaving and I never found him again. So if you dipped a young (laughs) gentleman to applause about 10 years ago, I'm still looking for you. Please come forward. <laughs> Please come forward. I'm begging you. I'm, I miss you every day. I think about you every day. And oh I can't. Oh, my God. I will always, when I hear that song, think of him. Oh, my God. What? I, do you have anything else? <laughs> have you, like, gone to clubs, like, recently? And, like, do you go alone? Or do you go with, like, a group of friends? Recently, Yes. Do I go alone? No. I wish I could be like that kind of girl. I don't think I could ever ever like go to a club by myself regardless. Like I, I know people that do it and like I think that's like strength, but like not I don't I'm not that brave. Like what do you do by yourself? Like do you just go and you just like get yourself a drink and you just hang out by the bar and look like that like tall mysterious man? Like weird. Like I don't know, it's like weird. I feel like now what I would do and I was crazy especially way back when. Um I would literally message guys on like tinder and grinder and like do not know these people and i'd be like we should go on a date like go to the club and like together you want to do a first date at a club i was a messy girl yes and i would go meet these people at like in their apartment i'll never forget this guy he is engaged now so and it wouldn't shock me if he listens to this so i'm happy for you and i like good for you but he, i could have been the one i no, i couldn't have been the oh. one i'll tell you that um but he I would meet up with these people and I would just be like, Oh my God, like, hi, nice to meet you. Like, this is the first day I'm meeting you at your apartment. So dangerous. And would go like in, like be thrown into these friend groups, hang out with them multiple times. And then like, be like, okay, next one, next group, next Next friend group, next club, another club, another (laughs) club, (laughs) no sleep, (laughs) next bus. Like I was constantly trying to like, be like, I'm going to find my way through. And then I started going to like DC all the time. Because, like, D.C. Would, for me was more it. Yeah. And then, like, later. I feel like later, that's the more, like, you know, happening gay nightclub area around us. Yeah. Baltimore has, like, a few good ones. But, honestly, mm, D.C. is always going to be D.C. better. D.C. is always the vibe around here. It really is. All right. One more question. Hit me. Would you ever date a regular from the club? So, say you and your friends go to a gay club Mm-hmm. And you meet a guy there, and okay. the bartender's like, "Yeah, he's a regular. He comes in here like every Friday and Saturday." Would you date a regular from the club because you know what he's doing? He's in there looking yeah. for love, but mm-hmm. like obviously yeah. he's, he's looking for love. He's in there in the stall bathroom. Yes, he's in there all the time, just hoping that you know he'll find love in the club. And uh, I've, I, you know, I found love in the club, so I believe it can happen. But it wasn't a regular that hangs out at a bar by themselves <laughs> or a club. 
maybe an employee. What's funny is most gay like bartenders, mm-hmm. like uh, gay club bartenders, are straight men. So, yeah, I remember when we went, the mm-hmm. guy was straight and he was like hitting on me. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't know if he's hitting on me or if he's just a very friendly guy. But he kept telling me how beautiful I was. I'm like, I, I, I didn't come here for this. I don't know, like, no, I maybe I, he's just a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I already have one. I don't need another. Thing. Yeah, you. I don't know. I was just so confused. But I remember he was like, I'm straight. Like, you want to exchange numbers? And I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan to meet a straight guy here. It's funny. I actually brought one of my good friends. Um, not going to name her. But she literally showed up in sweatpants, Uggs, <gasps> and a tank top. She, we were not planning. We were, like, going to get, like, dinner. And I was like, why don't we just go to D.C. and, like, go to the gay club? Like, why not? And she was like, sure. My hair is still wet. And, like... <sighs> Let me just tell you something. They all loved her. But that's the fun thing about gay clubs is you can literally, like, yes, the straight girl there is going to be the attention. But but hold on. She's not the number one. That's not – they. a lot of, like, girls will go, like, bachelor parties and stuff, be like, oh, my, like, this is – like, they feel like they own the place. They – they run like it. Like the star of the show. But it's like, no, 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 no. This is not yours. I mean, I we get will, that from working will, at a club. We will kick you out very quickly. Yeah. Um, like, we, know your place. <laughs> we, yeah, it's very know your place, but you are very at the bottom of the list. Yeah, so you are welcome to here, but, like, don't push your boundaries. Be careful. Like, be careful. Don't be grabbing at people. Mm-mm. Don't be acting like you're the, the main character here. Yeah, like, so if you want to like, not. Feel, if you want to feel good about yourself, you can go there, and you will get the love, but you don't let it get to your head that quick, girl. Don't let it get to your head. Get to the car, but no. Dating. I would not a regular like I couldn't imagine like why would you want uh, for me this is just my thoughts my little monotone thoughts is <laughs> why would I want to be dating someone that's like okay let's continue to go into the club like okay if you had that like everyone has a past so if that's gonna be your past great but like let's get over it now like you had your fun let the mouse go <laughs> so no my answer is gonna be no thank you So how we're going to end the show is I like to answer and give my honest feedback. And I know Garrett does too on people's questions, whether it's asking for advice or they just have like questions about life, like whatever it is. So what I did is I went on my TikTok live and I asked what people had questions about, like, or they wanted advice about. And then I picked my favorite and Garrett picked his. And they were good. They we were got good. some good ones. They were really good. I mean, some were like juicy. Some were like, you know, things that people generally have questions about. But I picked one and Garrett picked one. We're going to do two today. And I'm going to read you the one that I picked because I thought it really like hit home, especially about like what we're doing right now. So I was like, you know, hit me. I don't, I didn't know. I don't know what it is. I didn't tell you. No. Okay. So it's, I'm in the process of starting my own business and my friends and family don't seem supportive. And it's really making me doubt myself. Are you dealing with something similar? If so, any advice? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, you know, there are always going to be, like, anytime you do something, it's always going to have unsupportive people. And just haters in general. And but it's I, worse when it's, like, a friend or a family. It, I mean, it feels a hundred times worse when it's friends or a family. But I think I've learned <clears throat> over the years that, like, people would rather see you do bad than good because it gives them something to talk about, which is really fucked up at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. But, like... I don't know. I feel like people are going to talk shit on you, whether it's opening your own business or having an idea or doing something that you want to do. Like they're always going to be like combative with it because they, 
they like the drama. Like, <laughs> well, they love the drama, and also it's when you have someone like, especially like you know, like a family member, or a friend. I always, it, we've all had those instances like where it's someone that like they want to, you to do good, but they don't want you to do too, too good. good. Not better it. than them. Not better than them. Yeah. And they, and then there's some people that just like love you to have a downfall. Like, and then and they love to see the downfall. And then there's friends and family and people that like don't want to be around for the downfall, but once you start going up, hi, we're back. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, it's always great to have, like, supportive friends and family around, but just always think, like, what if they're not supportive? Don't let it get you down. Don't make it doubt yourself. Just, like, keep trucking and prove these motherfucking people wrong. At the end of the day, like, it's your life, not theirs. Do whatever will make you happy. 100%. I think when, and, I mean, we can speak just to doing this. I mean coming up with ideas and doing business ventures and stuff of course it's scary to do something new and different different and like not out yourself yeah and like really put yourself out there but then to have like people one doubt you or be like I don't think you should do this I mean when we just announced even doing this podcast I had so many like people literally I had dms from old flings I've had oh yeah I'm f- a f- family members be like, oh, what? I don't think that's a good idea. Or, oh, and the biggest thing is, please don't talk about yeah, me. Yeah, please don't tell any stories with my name in it. And I'm going to say this right now, just to loud and clear. If I'm telling a story about you, best believe it's not going to have your real name in it. And it won't. But also, if you tell me, don't talk about me. It makes me, it, it brings you, on my mind. it brings you to the forefront of my mind. And I'm like, I'm remember like, that one time? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I definitely won't put it in the notes app real yeah. quick. I'm going to put that in my notes just in case, you know, something comes up. I mean, I mean, as long as, you know, no one's being like m- messy and malicious, yeah. I feel like it's fine. But also, you know, the biggest advice I could say is honestly, just do it. Cause either it, you do something and it doesn't take off or it does. But if you don't do it, you're going to like always kick yourself in the ass for not trying. You're the only one that's going to stand your own way. And yeah. guess what? You don't need them. Yeah. Family, friends, you don't need get a get a dog. Get, <laughs> get a, a dog. Get a cat. Like they'll be supportive. The older you get, the realize you you need less friends. A hundred, you do not. Anyone that has like a uh, Crystal Mingofer House has a Beverly Hills who lost fourteen friends. How do you have fourteen friends? Yeah. Um. And how do they all drop you at the same time? But that's also none of my business. None of my business. <laughs> but I kind of want to know. I want to know. All right, Garrett, tell us the one that you pick because you didn't tell me yours either. Okay, so this was actually a DM that came in. And I, I know was for like, some reason yours is going to be like juicy. No, it's good. I like really was like I could, I don't want anything boring. This girl, I'm not going to say her username or anything, but she literally said, "Do I know her? We might." No. Um. But. <laughs> No names. Okay. Okay, so she said, I've been with my husband for three years. One year married, and we're trying for a family, but recently I went through his phone, and I'm, like, doubting our marriage. His text had a lot of deleted messages, but what I put together is he's either cheated or he's close to it. I want to confront him, but he's pretty much like a hothead. He gets really loud, like, and it's just aggressive. And he also is the main provider. He owns our house. He owns my car. Um, His name's on the title. How would you handle it if it were you? Which I was like, girl, one, you need to go to Reddit. <laughs> Two, this was a lot of information. Um, but three, girl. So I would like to attack just... Attack him. Uh, 
number one, don't ever let a man control your finances because at the end of the day, they can just pick up and take off and you're left in the dust, like wondering where in the hell you went wrong and what you could have done to stop the situation. And like, they'll never look back. They have no shame in their game, especially if he's cheating or if you think that he's cheating, best believe he's going to pack up all of his shit and he's going to leave you so far in the dust that you're just going to be bamboozled on what just fucking happened. Or you are the one getting kicked out, and now where do you go? Like, yeah, so, like, you get kicked out. I hope out. you have friends or so family. Not, not only are you homeless, you also have no car. So what do you do now? Where do you go from there? This is why I always stress the importance of literally having enough in your savings. 100%. To leave a situation. Whether it's a toxic relationship or a job have enough to always be able to walk away. A hundred percent. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. I always believe have your own bank account (laughs) for everything. No matter like you're literally married and do you have your own account? Yeah, we have our own separate accounts and we do have a joint account, which is just like for our fun money, like vacations or going out to dinner, but like it's nothing substantial in there. We just randomly put money in there for like fun things. But I also want to say if you, have the inclination that he's cheating. Therefore, you go through his phone. He's most likely cheating. Yeah, and also, if you start looking, you're going to find something. You're going to find something. And, like, um, I'd rather die than go through a man's phone because I just don't want to cry that day. Yeah, like, you really have to... You, I mean, you're choosing violence. You're, you're choosing... You're literally waking up and choosing violence. You're choosing... You know like, what you're looking for and you know what you're going to find. Mm-hmm. And, like, you need to mentally prepare yourself to, you know, when you find what you're looking for, how are you going to handle it? I mean, my advice is do not hook up with this man because if he is cheating, if he is cheating, don't catch something. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, you need to contact your friends. You need to contact your family. Not all your friends. You got to be careful who you share your personal information with um, because some people are going to be like, I'm here for you. But let me just tell you something. They're just going to. They're just here for the drama. They're here for the tea. But I would say literally you need to contact someone close. And find an escape plan. And get your escape plan. You need to literally plan it out, move in silence, whether you need a month, two (laughs) months, three months, like, I'm not going to judge, but take your time and get out and never look back. And I am a huge fan of moving in silence, but fast, like, (laughs) like lightning fast. Like, I'm like a rattlesnake. Literally. I mean, (laughs) I can actually say that I have had to pick up a U-Haul and drive to your current, not your current resident, the current residence at the time and pack up all my shit. Pack up all your stuff from 10 a.m. We need to get out by, we have till 3.30. A full house in minutes. We have to pack it up. We have to get out of here fast because he's going to be home and I don't ever want to see this man and honestly, not just once, not just not twice, just once. But you know what? So honestly, you know what? Maybe contact us if you're not too far. We we got you. <laughs> like, you might have a stamp on no, you. I'm pregnant, Maybe so free I one. yeah, I can't be helping move, but I can uh, probably get you a nice discount on a U-Haul because I've rented them so many times. I will say we're consistent. We rent from the same place. He's a great guy. Yeah, I am a you know a ride or die customer at this U-Haul place because I have done it so many times, and I have just again struck like a rattlesnake in the middle of the night. So we are gonna we're gonna open up our wallet, make sure we're gonna check if we have a punch card for you. Yeah, and we and will. We'll let you know but leave this man it already sounds toxic and it sounds like you know exactly what you're looking for and you found it the what i i don't want to say the mistake that you made i'm going to say that what's going on here is that you don't have finances to do something else and that's the scary part 
And it's not only going to be you're going to be homeless, you're also going to be carless. So like you got to you got to go out there and you got to do something. You got to figure it out. All right. Well, I think that is it for today. I think we covered a lot. We did cover a lot. God, we are just two girls with a strong, lot work ethic. <laughs> strong work ethic and a lot of dumb thoughts. A lot of dumb thoughts. So we will see you next time. We'll see you next week. TTYL, bitches. bitches.